You're listening to Sports Biz Podcast, broadcasted live at WNHU on the campus of the University of New Haven. This is Rob Thompson, Sports Biz Podcast. Today's special guest, Joe Hawley. Joe, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on. Of course. You know, it was nice catching up with you beforehand. I always feel like if you jump right into a podcast, sometimes you don't really know the person. It's a little bit a little bit less awkward if you don't <laughs> spend a little time. Um, so... You know, I, I just have to explain a little bit about who you are and how I found out about you. And I think it tells, but then I want you to jump into your story because I think you got a great story to tell. So I bumped into Joe's mission on a Facebook post and it was a, it was a, a report on, on TV about his mission of, you know, having less and doing more, traveling around the country uh, with a rescue dog in a van, and I'm like, I I want to do over. I want Joe's life right now, <laughs> and um, it was inspiring. A former NFL guy, you know, lost a ton of weight, looks great, and um, and and I just said, this is it. I got to reach out to him because I know uh, you have a story that I want to share with with my online audience. So um, so that's Joe. So Joe, where did you grow up? Southern California in Orange County, um, Anaheim. I went to school at UNLV in Las Vegas, and I was drafted by the Falcons in 2010, fourth round. Nice, nice. And and um, and then you went on to uh, Tampa. Then I went on to Tampa. I played five years with the Falcons, and then um, last three with the Bucks. And I retired in 2017, and bought myself a van and hit the road. Awesome. What, what, Joe, what was it, um, what was that epiphany moment for you when you were done playing? Like, and were you at a point where you're like, man, what do I do next? Or did you have a clear direction on that? Or uh, is this uh, that moment far, now? As, as far as uh, what I'm doing now or as far as me retiring from the game? Well, just after retirement and kind of like saying, what, now, now what? What am I going to do next? Yeah, so I... Uh... You know, I started stressing out about what I wanted to do next, and I started thinking I've, I've always wanted to get involved in business, and so I had a bunch of ideas, um, but nothing was really speaking to me. I was uh, kind of had the void from you know being done with football. Like I didn't, like I was prepared to be done. I walked away on my own terms, but there's still that void that I wasn't really prepared for that I needed to fill. And so I decided, you know what? I'm a single man. I got a little bit of money in the bank. I worked my ass off to get to this point. Yeah. Uh, why am I stressing about what's next? So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take some time to myself. Uh, what better way to do that than to travel the country? So I bought a van, rescued a dog, and uh, we hit the road a little over a year ago. We traveled for seven months, um, over 20,000 miles. We went to, I think, 20 different states, uh, six different national parks. Um, and we just had a, had a blast, met a ton of people, and had some crazy experiences um, and I learned and learned and grew a lot um, by getting outside my comfort zone. And I loved it so much that I, you know, moved back to Tampa for the winter, uh, reorganized everything, uh, bought a new van that's a little bit more comfortable. And I'm actually hitting the road again in a, in a little less than a week. So I'm really excited. It's It's been an incredible experience. Was it something that um, someone had to talk you into, like that moment of saying, you know, this is something you want to do? Was there someone else out there doing it that inspired you? to kind of take this route, to, you know, take a time out a little bit in your life? Um, I've always wanted to do a, like, a road trip. I think everybody's always thought about, it, like, what if it did a 48-state road trip? Like, what would that look like? That's awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah. And all my friends are getting married. Uh, you 
you know, having kids, and I actually went through a bit breakup where I, I was engaged, and so I kind of, you know, I was really close to getting married to the wrong girl, and so all of that, and then kind of the transition from football into what's next, I just, you know, I had all these questions, I need to figure out, you know, who I was without of all in the transition, so I figured, you know what, like, let's go, let's go experience the world, and go, go experience this freedom that I have, and kind of, you know, find, uh, find out who I am without football and, and rediscover myself. And I definitely, um, I've definitely grown a lot over the last year. It's been an incredible experience for sure. What, what did you find out about yourself that you probably didn't know? I've just, uh, I've just learned a lot. Like I've been reading and, um, I'm, I'm just by getting outside my comfort zone, I've learned like what I'm capable of. And I think that's, um, you know, I try to tell people if you can, if something makes you uncomfortable, if you can lean into that and overcome those fears, um, you know, then you'll become a stronger person and grow exponentially. Um, like even now, um, when I first started doing the blog, like I put myself out there, like I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, you could watch my first YouTube videos and like, it's just terrible. And I've gotten a lot better, uh, more comfortable. And I've just improved in that whole aspect of it. And, um, just more confident who I am as a person. And, um, you know, especially without football and finding myself um, who I was without that identity, um, I'm a lot more than just a, a football player. And I'm, I'm going to continue to learn. I'm excited about it. I don't think you could have gotten to those yoga poses three years ago. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. I mean, losing the weight, yeah. um, you know, taking care of my body, I've yep. been eating better. I've been learning about a lot about nutrition and diet, and um, you know how food affects our the way we feel, um, not only physically but mentally and emotionally. And um, you know, just kind of getting in touch with my body and and trying to share the message and help people because I feel like a lot of people out there, um, you know, are lost or unhappy or unfulfilled and they don't know why. And there's definitely tools and ways to approach life to get the most out of it. Your your editing has come a long way. So your your vlogs are. It's it's amazing what a drone will do, isn't it? Hey, if you put a drone shot in any video, it's going to look like it's professionally shot. It's incredible. What a time to be alive. Uh, I I agree with you. Hey, we weren't two years ago. We weren't doing this. We weren't weren't. Well, I was podcasting, but there was no real technology that people were into it. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's. I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen the next five years, but we're just. I'm just living it. You know, just trying to get, yeah. get the most out of it. Were, were you? Were you? I know, because kind of. If you got, if you got D, if you have online DNA in you, it's really hard to be the the center of attention. You know, and yes. that's and, and and it's almost like we always kind of we never. It, it was almost you get you know you go to kangaroo court if you did that. What? Yeah. what what was it for you? Was there, were you an introvert? Were you, was this very uncomfortable being in front of the camera, the way you've exposed your life and who you are? Yeah, it's definitely not something that I used to. I I used to hate social media. Um, You know, when I was playing, I always hated the fact that like, you know, promoting that I was a football player because I felt like it was kind of like, Oh, look at me, look what I do. Mm. Um, I think part of it was that, now that I'm done with football, I think I was really happy to be done and kind of find out who I was without that because I feel like, you know, a lot of people in the public have this uh, misguided view of football players and, like, what it takes to be there, and they all think we're, like, you know, make a ton of money and we're just always, like, full of ourselves and all this stuff and, like, oh, yeah, you're just so lucky because you play in the NFL, but, like, they don't realize how much work it takes. And so 
I was just happy to be done with that and kind of promote like, okay, I'm not, I'm done with football. That's not who I am. Like this is who I am without football. And so yeah. that kind of helped me, but it was definitely a learning process to, you know, get comfortable in front of a camera. I'm still like the biggest thing I learned is if I'm recording like, and I mess up, I can, I can edit it later. And so getting better with the editing has helped me feel more comfortable with talking in front of the camera. And I had a lot of opportunities to share my story via like these podcasts, like you have me on now. That's really helped too. So it's all about, you know, practicing it and, and getting more comfortable and, um, that was part of my growth too, and that's why I'm excited. The opportunity, opportunities that's going to lead to this year, maybe get more into public speaking as well, and trying to share my story, which is crazy. Because if you asked me five years ago if I'd be doing any public speaking, I would have yep. told you you're crazy. Right. Uh, but it's just one of those things that's it's a big fear of mine, and I'm trying to overcome it. And I'm actually, I actually went to an NFL speakers bureau a couple of weeks ago to try and help hone my skills so that um, it's something I can learn and uh, end up to share my story so I can have a, a bigger impact on people. Well, you now you look like a slot receiver, so I'm sure that helps, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel so much better not being 300 pounds. I think I'm like 240 now. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like you lost a whole person. Literally. You I don't know? think people realize how much weight that is on, on all the joints. Everything, the lower back and what challenges? What cha- I'm going to ask a little bit of a, 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 this just popped in my head. So what, we all had challenges when we kind of went through it and, you know, afterwards, because we never, and there's a lot of us that never wanted the game to define who we are. So it's like you, you almost work, try harder not to even let people know that you played in the league or whatever. But yeah, yeah, exactly. what, what, what challenges, even before you got into the league, what challenges did you face in your life and how'd you overcome them? Oh, I had to, I'll tell you mine, Joe, and, 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 okay. and, it, and it, maybe this could help you. And um, I had dyslexia, and I still do. I had dyslexia, and I thought I was the dumb kid. It, that hurt me with my confidence to talk in front of people. I, I, I couldn't. I could. I was like, why am I so dumb? You know. And it helped me. It hurt me even going to college because I a college had to choose me. I couldn't choose a college because academically, and it, it limited everything I did in my life and up to a certain point where I find my wife didn't even know. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. And I got, didn't get diagnosed until I got to college. I had dyslexia. And that hurt me so much. And when I wrote my book, it was the first time I told anybody. My parents didn't even know because I didn't get diagnosed when I was younger. And everybody was like, you had to. I was like, yeah. I mean, you know, so that was the biggest challenge that I faced in my life. And then the, on top of that was admitting that I had it. And, oh, wow. and it was so painful, <laughs> it, you know, but the... The, and I, I know you've probably seen this now. The more, the more vulnerability that you show people, and especially in this platform, the more they accept you because it's like, all right, you, uh, you know, everybody has these faults in them. But what, what we're yeah, saying? Yeah, I don't know if I have anything that's gonna. Yeah, you, uh, you don't have to top it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I definitely overcame a lot while I was in the NFL. I had a very up and down career where in my my second year I went from being the starter to thinking I was going to be the starting I was playing guard and I was going to be the starting center the following year um, because the starter was retiring and it was you know I was like the next guy up and it was gonna be my chance to like take over the team and they ended up having a really bad game in the playoffs and they used me as a scapegoat they ended up drafting uh, O-lineman in the first round they re-signed the guy back so I ended up going from being a starter one year to not even dressing the next year Oof. and i really took that and i started I, you know i just had the woe is me mentality and i was blaming other people like this coach doesn't give me the chance the strength coach doesn't like me i'm not getting an opportunity with these other guys like they're playing favorites 
and I started like pointing the finger, not really taking responsibility. And I actually almost got cut week 15. They called me in the office and they were going to cut me and they ended up keeping me because they had to put a guy on IR. And so that like woke me up the fact that I can't rely on anybody else to get me where I want to in life. And you know, if, if I was cutting on the street, like nobody else would care. Like that's on me. And I realized at that point, like I'm going to give everything I can to accomplish what I want to in life. And if it's not good enough, then at least I know I gave it my all. Cause I don't want that feeling of sitting on the side and knowing that I could have given more and then blaming other people. So that mindset shift, mind, mindset shift really um, changed my whole career. And that was my third year and I ended up going in the next year, I won the starting job. And that was game four. I ended up blowing my knee out. And that was the ACL, MCL reconstruction. So I, I went from being low to being high. I finally won the job and then blew my knee out again. And um, just having the mindset of, you know what, everything happens for a reason. I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to grow from this. And I ended up coming back. That's when Atlanta cut me and I ended up going to Tampa. And, um, you know, so just a bunch of up and downs. I think everybody who's played football and has made it all the way as far as I did has a story of overcoming adversity. Um, that's why I'm so thankful for the sport of football because it's taught me a lot about mindset and uh, how important it is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we, we it, a lot of it's upstairs, um, mm-hmm. overcoming stuff. It's it's almost like 90%. It feels like it's 90% of it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the majority of it. I mean, mentally, like, the mindset is crazy and the power of the mind. And, I mean, that's what I'm learning. I'm getting more into yoga and meditation, and I read a lot. And um, just learning about how much we can overcome with our mindset and our positivity and our gratitude, how much it all plays a role in how our lives turn out. Yeah, it's so true. So let's talk. Let's talk about um, entrepreneurial ship and 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 investing in um, startups and where are you? I, I've seen some of your vlogs on it, but where are you with with some of those projects you're working on? Yeah, so I have a couple opportunities that came up. Um, the van, the new van I bought is Mercedes Benz Sprinter van, and the the guy I bought it from, I loved it so much. He did such a good job. I, I let him know if he ever needed anybody to help out, invest, um, so he could build more. So I ended up partnering with him. Uh, we actually have a new van that's going to be ready in probably a week or two uh, that's going on the market. Um, it's uh, similar to mine. It's not as nice. It's a little bit cheaper on the cheaper end, but it's brand new. It's going to go for $80,000. If anybody's interested in living the van life or wants to check it out, go to vangooutdoors.com. And then another product I'm really excited about um, is this kid in Tampa came out with this nut butter, and he sent it to me, and um, I loved it. It's a macadamia nut butter, which is MCT oil-based, which is medium-chain triglycerides. For those of you that don't know, it comes from the coconut. It's really efficient brain fuel. And it's super simple ingredients, no added sugar, um, only four ingredients. It's got macadamia nuts, MCT oil, chia seeds, sea salt, and it comes in a single-serving pack. And that's coming to market in about four to six weeks. We're working with a manufacturer right now. But we already started pre-sale. Um, if you guys are interested in that, it's at livesimple.com, and there's no E. So it's L-I-V-E-S-I-M-P-L.com, and you can pre-order there. If you use pre-sale 19, you get 10% off. So I, 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 I saw you pouring on pancakes, so, you know, mm. I mean, I saw I saw that trick, and I'm like, all right. I, I didn't know what I wanted it's more. It's really good, yeah. man. I need to send you some samples. It's, yeah. uh, I love it, and we got a couple other flavors coming out once we get it rolling. Um, obviously, there's a big investment to, to start. So we need to start getting some sales, but yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm learning a lot. Uh, I've always wanted to get involved in business and I never, 
I've read a lot of books about business, and I can tell you, they all, I mean, and all the people in the books and all the smart businessmen say this, like the fastest way to learn is to just start Do doing it. it. Yep. You know, fail fast, learn fast. And um, so I've learned more by just jumping into this and going for it than I would have ever by just thinking about it or trying to learn from other people. Um, so the experience of it is very important. You, you realize how, how important cash flow is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> That's like a slap in the face. All right, so let's shift over. Um, let's talk about freedom. Yeah, she's sitting right here, actually. Is she? Yeah, let's. Yeah, she's the best. What was it that 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 you thought you you you're gonna go get a, a rescue dog? I just knew the road might be a little bit of a lonely place, and I didn't want to take on the road alone. So I knew, um, you know, going and bringing a dog dog with me is something I wanted to do. So I went yeah. to a a local shelter about a month before I hit the road last year, and. Went to a few different shelters, nothing, nothing really felt right, and I then I found freedom curled up in the in the corner of one of the cages, and for some reason I just felt drawn to her. Um, ended up rescuing her, and she's been super grateful ever since, and she's living the dream now. I guess to see the whole country. Man Van Dog Blog, that's it, right? Man Van Dog Blog, yes, that's my blog that I've uh, I've been sharing my my journey on. Um, I'm on all the social medias, uh, most active on Instagram. So mm-hmm. if anybody wants to reach out, I try to respond to most of my DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go to my website too, manvandogblog.com. I'm actually re- redoing all that right now. I, I hired somebody this year to kind of reorganize that so I can do a little bit more with it and uh, interact with my community a little bit more. I know uh, I've been following you with my with one of my younger sons on uh, YouTube. That's really how I kind of dug in. And I was like, you know... He's he's addicted to it though. He's like, Dad, let's we got to watch Joe, you know. <laughs> I love it. I appreciate the support. Man. Yeah, That's man. Awesome. And, you know the one thing, and and I think listeners this is very important, especially those who are fans of football. And when you're in the business, you always say, you know, you got to be a fan of the business, not a fan of the sport. And it's something I I I mentor with a lot of my students, Joe. And I said, take take off, you know, take off your giant shirt and let's put on. You know, let's well, let's whip out your computer. And the one thing I think the misconception of pro athletes, especially football players, is that 99% of the guys are great guys, Un- amazing human beings to be able to do yeah. what they do and how special they are. And you don't make it to the NFL. You don't make it. You don't play in the league eight years if your quality of character isn't high because they would blow you out of the league so quickly. And you yeah, know, there's no doubt about that. It, it takes a very special kind of mindset yep. to, to push yourself to that. That where we have been, yeah, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And the the level, the level of comedy and the level of characters you'll never meet in any other sport. You know, I hear you on that. Right, yep. right. There's there's nothing more funny than every single team has one or two guys, and usually one stands out more that just stays with you forever. From Pop Warner High School all the way through, there's always one guy. Yeah, yeah. So, I've got a few. I've had a, I've had a lot of teammates over the years. It's kind of wild to think about. Yeah, and and it's amazing. You know, some of the guys who I stay closest with are the guys I played with over in Europe. Even more so, the guys I played college ball with. Yeah, yeah. That must have been quite the experience over there. When you when you make it to Saratoga and we're we're listening to somebody play a little Jimmy Buffett and drinking a beer, then I'll tell you about those stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. So, Joe, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I appreciate you holding on in there for me, and I and I hope our paths do cross along the way. And best of luck with with everything that you're doing. 
Um, you're just a, a, a great human being. I know that your story is much deeper than probably we talked about, but I hope, uh, I hope off the air um, at some point uh, our paths do cross. So I appreciate your time. Yeah, man, I appreciate the opportunity and keep in touch. If I'm up that way, we'll definitely uh, grab a beer. All right, so you you and Freedom hitting the road in a, in a week or two. Everybody follow them on Man Van Dog Blog across social media channels, especially I highly, highly, highly recommend um, following and subscribing to the YouTube channel because the videos are really well done. You think you think Joe worked it out in Hollywood when he was growing up in Anaheim? <laughs> right? that, yeah. So, all right, brother Joe. Hey, safe travels. Godspeed to you out there. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, Joe. See you.